Welcome to Eclipse, a Dungeons & Dragons sci-fi fantasy thriller. I'm Jeremy Fair, my pronouns are he, him, and I will be the Dungeon Master. My name is Megan Kelleher, my pronouns are she, her, and I play Ava Elkin, whose pronouns are also she, her. I'm Cage, I'll be playing Soul Red Hammer, and both of our pronouns are she, hers. I'm Danny, I'll be playing Whiskey, and both of our pronouns are she, hers. I'm Rob, I'll be playing Info Scott, and our pronouns are he, they. I'm Adam DeWeese, I go by he, him, and I'll be playing Dr. Shepard, who goes by they, them. Last time on Eclipse, you all were continuing to fight this Beholder kin, and in the squabble, Dr. Shepard fell unconscious. However, Dr. Shepard was stabilized at the last moment, and they are currently stable at zero HP. We now move to Whiskey. Whiskey, what would you like to do? There's a lot of things I want to do, but I don't know that I can do any of them. Well, you're like 42 feet away from this beholder, Ken, and in front of you is one glass uh, incubator type container and a big rock. I was going to say, Jeremy, that rock that Soul Red's standing up, that's kind of the beholder thing is on the other side of the rock between almost everybody. How tall is that rock? Is it blocking the beholder from everybody? I think it is because we put the beholder so low to the water. I think it like sticks out maybe like about two feet above the water. It just looks like Solarite has a bunch of tentacles out around her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, so I, I can't hit it. That's that halfling life with, uh, is it 25 movement speed you got? 25. Can I, I see from here? I think that's enough, yeah. Yeah, 25 feet. It's close. I'm going to climb up on that little tuby thing, and I'm going to shoot another fire bolt. Okay, first, I'm going to need something. You just jumped like eight feet in the air. Why is it? Oh, hell yeah. I was thinking I really want to see that visual of Whiskey climbing (laughs) that thing. I'll let you choose athletics or acrobatics as long as you can describe uh, it. We're going to go with... Well, they're both, athletics, right? They're both your strong feet. <laughs> athletics, because sure. you know I got I got some good legs, and uh, I I got to run and jump, uh, and just did my best to 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 do a leap. <sighs> That's a satellite dish. That's a nat, nat twenty. What the fuck is a satellite dish? No, I think it's a nat twenty. Probably right, unless there's a picture on every single side. <laughs> there's a satellite dish, and on the opposite side, there's just a bunch of stars. Well, what's the I hell? You could just lie and say, "Oh yes, on this dice, the satellite what dish what is Cthulhu's the gray. name." Does that mean? I think the satellite dish is a twenty. Uh, you know what? Or- I think it 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 was a. Okay, so next to it is a 19. So yeah, that's going to be a 1. 
Is it and a spin I down? just rolled another one and it rolled a one. So apparently I'm getting a fucking natural one. <laughs> Two different die gave me that one. So I roll a D100. Oh, hell. I'm just going to start telling you, Jeremy, like, oh, I rolled a fucking ham sandwich on that one. Uh -oh. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what is it? I rolled it. Hold on. There's writing here. It says Jeremy sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So that's fuck you, uh, Beholderkin. <laughs> so that uh, fuck, I need to not use these dice. That's Venus and a Callisto, which is a twenty-four. What are you <laughs> talking <the> about? <laughs> How much can fit on a dice face? Yeah, an entire galaxy. Like, <laughs> that was twenty-four for my D one hundred. A twenty-four. Okay, it's probably sure like I'm a three thousand and eighty. Yeah. rolls. She just doesn't. We're just making well, the shit Andromeda up now. galaxy. <laughs> All right, at twenty four, you leap forward, and you like you get the jump, but then realize you're two and a half feet tall, and you just <laughs> face plant into the side of this glass thing, uh, and you just splash down into the water below. Fuck! You have half your movement left. I I'm gonna back up onto the ground, so I'm not in the damn water. And I'm just going to fire a firebolt at that stupid tubey thing. The one you try to jump on? <laughs> yes. Just fuck okay. it. And that is uh, 15 plus 7, so 22. Wow, you're very angry at this thing. Glass has an <laughs> AC of 13 in D&D, &D and you hit. All right. Do you want me to roll damage for that? Sure. Yeah, let's see how bad you... How much you hit this? <laughs> Bad, good. It's all perspective. So that is... The incubator is half full. 2d10. So that is a Titan and a Terra, so eight. <laughs> what are you... I think you Danny's fucking with us at this point. There's no way this is real. I'm going to take a picture There's of There's no way this is real. I roll an Arby's roast beef sandwich combo three. Dude, I try to get those dice and they were fucking sold out instantly. Well, they, do, they got uh. the meat. Or is that Wendy's or something? I don't know. Yeah, you were right the first Arby's time. Arby's is pretty good. It's just expensive. Right? right. Um, I always tell Britain. Well, I don't think it's pretty good, A. And then B, yes, it is very expensive. Okay, like, oh. so those ones do have numbers on them, at least. They do have numbers on them. Okay. That one. I thought you were just being like, yeah, Titan, obviously that's a five. <laughs> <laughs> we definitely respect our listeners' time. <laughs> All right, it's the it's info turn. What they check in for? I don't know. I'm not. I would like to continue the I RBs. I do. Yes. Although yes, I am a little confused. Are those both D10s? Because on one Titan well, is a five. One is a hundred. Oh, that one's a fifty. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I was like, how is Jupiter the five? If Titan's the five on the other one. <laughs> Arby's is good. It's just so expensive for what it is. Like, it's not bad. It got a lot of shit. It's a good fast food restaurant. But, like, why is it $13? I'm going to Zaxby's. Listen, motherfuckers, listen. If we don't finish this fight in four episodes, I swear to God, I will burn this podcast okay. down. What does that mean? <laughs> Like, you'll delete your file and just be mute for every I'm dead minutes. already. I can't even make any threats. <laughs> this episode is called I'm Going to Zaxby's. <laughs> That's the new episode title. All right. Well, Info is going to uh, step around Whiskey. And uh, as they do, they'll be like, man, that was embarrassing. Glad nobody saw that. And uh, they're going to move over here. And getting a clear shot, they're going to 
fire their ray of frost again for a 15. Info is just not having a good time tonight. Yeah, you miss. Um, it does not hit. Boy, that was embarrassing. Glad I saw that. <laughs> and then Rodney is just going to keep chipping away at that like wall. Wow. Very, uh, very focused on one task, that Rodney. He has issues. Dr. Shepard, you were unconscious. Dr. Shepard, you're not dying. Dr. Shepard, your turn's over. We move. Yeah, I don't think, I don't, I think once you're stabilized, like there's, there's nothing, right? Well, if you can get some HP. Because you were stabilized through a medicine check, you're just at zero, but unconscious. Yeah, I'll take it. We move to the Beholder Kin. The Beholder Kin is currently fighting Soul Red. That's not very good. That's a 12. No, it misses. Suck on that, Beholderkin. The first tendril misses. It hears your um, <laughs> threat. I don't even know. Uh, that was very obviously out of character. Did that sound like Soul Red to you? <laughs> the second is a 23. Yeah, yeah, that won't hit either. <laughs> you say to the Beholderkin as it bites you. <laughs> All right, so it hits you with its uh, one of many mouths mm, and yeah. 29 piercing damage. Holy fuck. Make a strength save, please. Okay. Cage, you just you just made me realize, like, you can just fucking lie to the DM. Oh, 23. No, that doesn't hit. It's not <laughs> my character. My character sheet says 24. You said a strength. That's a 15. 15. You were not grappled. It's going to try to strike you the third time. Thank you, baby Jesus. A 15. A 15 will not hit me. All right, that one sounded more truthful. I would say don't say something <laughs> on to something with so the, mouths. You get the, miss, the first one misses. The second one claps you on the shoulder, but you manage to spin free. And the third one, it's like going down for a strike from above, but you're able to just dance out not of the full. way. And now it is Soul Red's turn. <laughs> Soul Red high fives. <laughs> It's like you go to make the little heart when it reaches for you. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to obviously hit it, right? Like that makes sense, doesn't it? It is right in front of you. Um, That's a 23 to hit. No, that misses. Oh, fuck, the DM can do too. (laughs) Yeah, that hits. Uh, That's going to be nine bludgeoning damage. Okay. And you get to like move it? You bully it around, right? Um, I'm not going to this time because if I move it away, well, I mean, I guess I could move towards it again, but I have another, I have an extra attack. Okay. So if that one hits, maybe I'll try that again, but that's not going to hit though. That's only a 12 to hit. Yeah, that will not hit. And, uh, I guess that's going to be my turn. I mean, it does look less confident than before. I mean, it did, it threw, threw a tantrum and by throwing a tantrum, I mean, it threw a canyon across the room. Yeah. Uh, We'll see if I make it another round, y'all. So we go to Ava. I think I'm going to stay where I am and try to potentially shield the unconscious form of Dr. Shepard. And I'm going to cast Chill Touch. So like, just chill out, does, dude. Just oh chill. Does a seven hit? That does not hit. I believe it's a natural one you rolled. Oh, yep, that is true. That is true. Uh, can't get nothing by the DM. Yeah, that, <laughs> that is the case, yeah. <laughs> Very chill. So chill you just sat down on Dr. Shepard. Yeah. What if chill but too much? 
Too chill. Would you like to move or anything? I'll just do it. All right. We go to Whiskey. Whiskey, you're looking at the shattered remains of this incubator tube that you destroyed with your uh, attack. What would you like to do? I'm going to move over next to uh, Info here. So now that I can see that stupid beholder kin thing, I'm going to try hitting it again. Okay. With my firebolt. Uh, will 17 hit? That will hit. Excellent. <clears throat> that is uh, <laughs> Pluto and Aurea, so 9 plus 7, so 16. All right, anything goes tonight. Yeah, 16 damage, 16. right? Yes. With fire. With fire. Okay, and then... Uh, well, you were asking, you said with fire, and I'm like, oh, does this thing not like fire? I mean, I don't think anyone likes fire, but fire it, ants. it got hit for 12. It got, why do I keep saying 12? It got hit with 16 damage. And, uh, yeah. Is there anything else you'd like to do? Uh, I'll turn to info and say, that one wasn't embarrassing. <laughs> and that's it. Speaking of which, info, Great it is your turn. As Whiskey turns to you and says, that one wasn't embarrassing, what would you like to do? That was a pretty. That was pretty good, Jeremy. We both live whiskey. in the same state, so we experience the same culture. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Pretend to ignore whiskey and fire off another ray of frost. <laughs> Eventually, it's got to hit. This one hit with a twenty-five. I wonder if the listeners notice every other episode. Everyone's progressively more drunk. That's how. That I mean, that's how it works. I think right? I just was. Drunk to begin with. Odd numbered episode. Every even numbered episode, we're drunk, <laughs> and every odd numbered episode, <laughs> we're like starting to get drunk. Yes, it's even ones that are bad. <laughs> I'm at work. Only for damage. Seven cold damage. All right, so a twenty-five to hit. Ray of frost. Seven cold damage. Jeremy, does it like cold damage? <laughs> it doesn't seem to like it any more or less than fire. <laughs> Don't know what that means. It means it's effective, but not especially so. And Rodney's going to keep chipping away on that wall, because that's all Rodney does anymore. That's Rodney's life. Well, Howard's helping him now, too, for moral support. All right. So we'll move along to Dr. Shepard. You're still unconscious. Dr. Shepard, your turn is over. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, guys. Do you have something you can do while unconscious? Special... I do, yes, I do. I've got a special Twilight. What the fuck does that mean? Um, do you have Dream Eater? Doctor um, Shepard costs. I can. Yeah, Doctor uh, Shepard casts Dream Eater. <laughs> Doctor Shepard uses I can snore. Snore loud. I can He's snore loud. Snore is a powerful attack. <laughs> yes, that's my turn. I snore loud. Once again, the listener's time is valuable. All right, I'm so, so we go no, to. I don't know if I want to make it through this round. I don't know if anybody is. Yeah, everyone's dead. That we go to the Beholderkin, and the uh, Beholderkin is it has all targets on Soul Red. Seventeen. That hits. No. I have an AC of seventeen. I thought it was. I've added. <sighs> well, yeah, because oh, you got a two hander. <clears throat> Eighteen piercing damage. Oh. This thing slaps Soul Red on the back, and as she drops, it will attempt to drain some blood for health. 
It's opposite yeah, day. Everyone's dying. <laughs> so the way it works mechanically is yeah, you would make a strength, fail. Uh, save, which you fail automatically. So then it will use its blood drain ability, which requires you to make a constitution saving throw, which you fail automatically. So it's going to deal 4d10 damage. I'm not okay. Which luckily, because you're already... If you were still unconscious, it might kill you. But because you're already unconscious, it only registers as a failure. So you have one failure, and it regains... I'm just going to just go ahead and reveal to everybody half the amount of damage it deals. I mean, if I'm not losing the HP, can it really gain the HP? That's a good question, Jeremy. It can. It just regains... Yeah, you're not getting yeah, any it's, it's like fucking hydration from an empty Capri <laughs> Sun, well, Jeremy. It, it just regains half the amount of damage it deals, not the <laughs> amount of damage it inflicts. So, it deals that much damage and gains half it's back. It's magic. So, it does gain some health. Hey, Jeremy, how good was that argument, though? We were pretty close, right? It was close, pretty right? good. It was pretty good. But, like, I feel like the Capri Sun had a hole in it and was in the back we're of the minivan D&D for court, eight months. Like... And now it's alcoholic. <laughs> You know what I mean? It turned to really shitty. What are you wine. trying to say about Soul Red? <laughs> Soul Red as fine is, as a shitty one. <laughs> <laughs> and for the third attack, a tendril will extend towards Soul Red the, is a fine woman. <laughs> That's only oh, a ten. Shit. Oh god. It's I'm being blood punished. drunk. And uh <laughs> we move to Soul Red. Soul Red, make a death saving oh. throw. Fuck if I get a nat one, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> it's not a nat one, but it is only a six, so. Alright, so you have two failures. Oh. Ava, it's your turn. Ooh. I've only killed three characters in my life. But you're about to kill two. Two of them are on this show. Alright, um. I'm gonna run up and, and do a medicine check on, on Soul Red. A medicine Red. check on Soul Red. Are you going to move over there first? Wait, if I fail, does she get a failure? No, you just don't. Re- you don't uh, resuscitate her. Got to revive the co-parent. Okay, so yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> move over there to Soul Red, and I'm going to do a medicine check, and that's gonna. Yeah. Yeah. Where's the real question? Is where's Apricot? Oh, it's only in all a this? nine. That is a good question. A- Apricot disappeared the first time I died. It never came back. <laughs> well, I never had an hour to reconjure her. It's been a long hour. It's been a long hour. Um, I yeah, I only got a nine. I'm sorry. Okay, not resuscitated. Whiskey, you've met these people three weeks ago, and they're all falling. They're dropping like flies. Yeah, that that ain't good. Um, I mean, two of the people you met died, and then like the other ones are okay, but they're falling unconscious. And then, then like they had two friends above the surface, and they're the only ones alive right now. Yeah, this is all real bad. Um. Fuck it. You're only part of the Lord's Armada by proxy. Where where the fuck am I? Info's gonna look see. over at Whiskey while she's making up her mind and go, I know how to fly the ship and I'm not that attached to them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's only been three months. I haven't known them that much longer than you. I'm gonna come over here. <sighs> and I'm gonna cast fucking fireball. Okay, is this your last casting of Fireball? It's uh-huh. gotta be, yeah. Oh, I need a deck save. Okay, are you ready? 
That's a five. Yes! <laughs> okay. I have my big bag of dice here. Do any of them have numbers? <laughs> <laughs> they do. I'm going with a different batch. Are they all just like combos from Arby's? This is like okay. future uncertain. Ask again later. Okay, that okay. is six, six, five. You five, only roll five, a six. Uh, magic eight ball. That's how you play D and D. That would actually oh be my so god! Fun to do I, I'm sure there's. Ball. I wonder if that exists. So that is thirty nine points of damage. Thirty nine. Yes. What kind of damage? Uh, fire damage. I would imagine it's fire. <laughs> it's a fireball. Plot Whiskey. twist. Yes. What does it look like when you kill this? Oh! Whiskey's just pissed off at this point. And she throws her hands forward, and this huge ball of flame, it starts out small, and it grows as it moves towards that thing, and it just shifts shapes a little bit, so it doesn't hit Ava, and it doesn't hit Soul Red, it doesn't hit anyone it's not supposed to hit. And it just engulfs this thing, and it burns white hot until there's nothing left but ash. All right. Now, I know I know you said it doesn't hurt hit anyone that it's not supposed to hit, but I do think it definitely hits Soul Red. <laughs> but, but I have the, the magic. The, the skull. The, the, the oh, invocation wizard I've, I've for my, the fucking I've, win. Yeah. Okay. Well, as I described, second episode, always drunk. So did not quite <laughs> capture that. That is awesome. Oh my god. You hit this thing with the fireball and it withers away. Its tendrils retract and it turns into a crisp as it drops into the watery depths below. And you have managed to survive this encounter. Impa's gonna shout out, That was so cool! Why the hell didn't you do that earlier? <laughs> Shut up. I was... Hoping that I wasn't going to have to because Ava's hitting things real good. But, yeah, uh, wake up, everybody. Whiskey made calamari. <laughs> so stabilized after one minute, I just kind of wake up, right? Or is it an hour? It's either a minute or an hour. One of the two. I don't know. Ask the internet. Damn it. <laughs> Jeremy, I thought you were the internet. Basically, but there's no time listed. However, you are currently no longer in battle. You left the lizard folk area with like an entire army of them and they've all died. Their general is gone because he teleported away with this gift. Oh. And you ran into two of your ex crewmates who are both dead, which, um, by the way, until now, you were not certain that Lita was deceased. But now, you know, for sure, as Lita's body still lays on this table and there is finally a sense of calm as you've defeated this creature. You are no longer in combat. What would you all like to do? Wake up. Wake up from this fucking nightmare. <laughs> well, uh, Whiskey is gonna destroy these remaining tower things with some fire bolts. Because, fuck that. Okay, yeah, I think you can just cast Firebolt indefinitely because you, you're no longer in combat. And you were able to destroy the remaining uh, four incubator chambers, in and uh, in doing so, destroy these weird brain parasite creatures inside. There is still the teleporter machine across the room. You know that the gif escaped using this machine, 
You also know that the moment that they escaped, the light stopped blinking. So they seem to be not damaged, perhaps functional, but whatever was powering this has been depleted. On top of that, you have a lot of injuries to attend to. So what what would you like to do? Yeah, I definitely want to... Sorry, I interrupted you. I definitely want to just continue trying to stabilize Lorred. I think Info would walk over the bodies of uh, his friends there and uh, go up to look at that machine and kind of analyze it. Uh, he might stop on the way at Lita's body and like push her over into the water and say, No diving! <laughs> And then keep walking. Well, I was going to perform some sort of burial rite, but that seems more appropriate given where we're at today. So you're all here. You have infinite time. You are pretty confident that this is the entire cave. I mean, you've searched everywhere. Yeah. At this point, your option is to continue to explore or to exit the cave, and go back towards the Gary. I mean, the only area you haven't explored is wherever the waterfall was coming from in the other room where there were all the bloated corpses. But, I mean, it was just like pouring out of a small hole in the ceiling, so really depends how much effort you really want to put into that. Does it look like chests could fit in there? No, I mean, it just looked like a waterfall coming out of, like, a crack in the wall. It doesn't seem worth it. Yeah, this isn't a very find a lot of treasure kind of campaign. The, the teleporter is 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 down, right? Where's Sultan went? Because obviously we need a safe. Well, it's not damaged. It's just whatever magical source powered it. It like when the Gith wizard went over there, it like lit up really bright red, and then when they teleported away, it stopped lighting up. So obviously, it needs some sort of arcane force. Uh, like I said, you're welcome to do anything you want. You have managed to kill fourteen lizard folk and their Hey, lizard. we okay. We didn't we didn't kill them. Um also But from the perspective <laughs> of the chief. So for a stabilizing creature to say a stabilized creature regains one HP after one D four hours, and Jeremy did roll three hours for that. So I don't have much to do. I've got some time to kill. I've got about a Lord of the Rings uh Fellowship of the Ring uh, extended version to kill. Um, yeah, you're just taking a nap and watching yeah. that in your mind. I would like to join Info over at that magic thing. All right, so Info and Whiskey have decided to go across the room, completely ignore Lita Nove's body, and go investigate this teleporter machine, which seems to be a combination of both technology and magic. I will say immediately, just looking at it, all of the technological parts have absolutely been pilfered from Lord's Armada technology. I mean, you see, like, portions of logos on this equipment. Like, this is absolutely made from some of the equipment that was stolen from the Aarakocra, who hired you all a couple days ago and in the real world months ago, probably a year. And as you look at this, you are both certain this is a combination of science and magic so the two of you together might be able to figure it out info you got an 18 on engineering what are you attempting to do uh just to get uh, an idea of how it works like what what is the most important part and also 
if there's anything valuable we can salvage, preferably small enough to fit in Info's hot box. Well, it looks like this is a magical artifact uh, that allows someone to use the teleport spell multiple times, assuming they put enough arcane energy into it. There are multiple gems in this machine that seem to be conduits for magical energy and seem to function as, I guess, like almost like a converter to convert literal energy into magic to activate this machine. You do think that if you were to use enough magical energy, you could turn this thing back on. It has not been damaged in any way. You're not sure where it goes, but you are certain it was at least capable of teleporting two people away when enough energy was put into it. Um, that's about as far as you know at this point. I would like to look at it as well and see if I can't figure out how best to get that magical energy that it needs. All right, go ahead and make a Arcana check. That is uh, 18 plus 6 is 24. So you think that if you were to expend your highest level spell slot, that would be enough energy to activate this thing. So if you were all to able to rest, take a long rest, revi revitalize yourself, you know, take some time, and then put your energy into it, you think you could turn this thing back on. Well, hell, I'm telling my friends that. I, I can get this thing working. If we take a nap... Get a good night's rest. I can make this thing work. We can go rescue Sultan. But is it safe to take a rest here? Uh, that is an excellent question. I think as long as we're cool with rotten bodies, we're probably cool. Just uh, go in table jail. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Put ourselves in table jail. Table shelter? Table shelter. <gasps> I mean, Info has Sentinel's rest or something like that. So he's ac they're actually aware of their surroundings while they rest. Centuries. I've got I've got three hours to kill pretty easily, no matter what we choose, so God, yeah, that would be nice to be full of HP and Yeah. Yeah. I mean minimally I, mean, I need a short rest. I can't do shit right now. I'd like now. to have a spell slot or two, yeah. I think info would send Rodney back up to the ship to just communicate what has happened. And to maybe like grab a can. Yeah, I think Solar could really use some beans right now. <laughs> They're like good berries. From the beans. Each one gives you an HP. Ga bean. Gary's probably lonely. Can you have a spell that's just reflavored good berry, but it's called good bean? <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe it's not good berries. <laughs> I would wear a shirt that said, I can't believe it's not good berries. <laughs> It's just a picture of a lima bean. So, we send Rodney to the surface. So you want to send Rodney out through this cave, a couple hundred feet away, up through the water, and then out into where Gary is just hovering above. Is that is that what I'm getting? Is that correct? Yeah. He's, he's a big boy. He can do yeah, that himself. He's fine. All right. And is um, Howard going to stay with the group? Yeah. Howard's had a, a traumatic kind of day. All right. So you're going to go ahead and take a long rest. Is that what I'm hearing? Yes, please. Yeah. 
How's that work for me and Soul Red? Well, if they move you and you're uninterrupted, I mean, after a long rest, you would all be completely revitalized with full health, full magic uh, spell slots, and all your abilities. You would just all be at your 100% potential. God bless. And at this point, I will say you all level up. Oh! Yeah. So I just so so I fucking die, yeah. and then I wake up and I'm like, oh, what is this? What is this strange power I'm feeling? Welcome, doctor. Sometimes <laughs> death makes you stronger. <laughs> that is a very Ava mindset, right there. Yes. So we can reveal new abilities and things as we go, but in terms of just the plot, you all wake up. It has been roughly eight hours. You were in this cave. You were uninterrupted. You were fairly certain at this point that nothing else remains in here. There is a teleporter that seems to be able to activate if you put enough arcane energy into it. What would you all like to do? You can go anywhere. You can go, I mean, literally anywhere. At this point in time, there are no threats unless you decide to go towards them. However, you have lost Sultan. You have no more of the lizard folk left that came with you. And you have a couple leads as to what's going on here, but none of them are concrete. So you are all absolutely free to do whatever you want. How specific do we need to be with the teleporter? Can we be like, let's go to where Sultan is? Let's go to where it was last used. Yeah, can we star 69 the teleporter? Yeah. That's the thing, right? Um, based on the Arcana check that was made, you do not know that. You think that you think that this machine has the it has the pro of being able to use multiple times, unlike a teleporter spell, which you need to activate separately. But it has the con of it probably only goes to certain places that have other teleporter machines. You also realize this is like a less perfect version of the same teleporters they use to teleport you from Waterdeep to the surface of the moon, where you all depart on your ships. So it's kind of like they're stealing the technology of being able to teleport without doing it perfectly. So you do feel like this probably only leads to one location or a number of select locations. It's like, I can't believe it's not teleportation. (laughs) Exactly. Yes. But for the first time in weeks, you are able to, and also in hours in the game, you're able to uh, not be in combat and have a choice of what you want to do. Choices are hard. Yeah, as yeah. soon as I wake up, I'll sit up. Ooh, where's Sultan? <laughs> a wizard took him into the void. We can go teleport to, you know, what is probably a trap. Or not. Mm, There's so many probably. options. Get a big stretch. Yeah, I want to. Like, this I is literally making me please. feel very cramped thinking about how long. My body was just sleeping on a rock. Yeah, I've got a lot of key charged up. And, I mean, look, we just survived a trap, kind of. I mean, a lot of us died, but not permanently. I mean, if we are assuming that we're going into a trap, at least we know we've got 
spell slots now. We can do our magic again. We can beat shit up again. Mm. I feel like we've all really learned something from this. Mm, you killed it. <laughs> right. I mean, we came back. Mm, I feel like I can learn. I, I got a fourth level. I'm not sure spell. what I learned yet, gonna but I'm gonna have to see what is. I'm still processing. Maybe a healing spell. I can jump further, I think. <laughs> what? All Sword gets is you can jump They're further. Okay. I'm a remarkable athlete now. So I so technically it's a it's I get half my proficiency uh added to strength, dex, or con saves that I'm not proficient in, which is only dex for me. And then I can jump like four feet further. Apparently I got a lot better at dodging. Which I think makes sense because there were so many fireballs fired around me that I really got the hang of like being near fire but not the target of it. So what's what do you want to do? Do you want to try to activate the teleporter, or do you want to stay here and prepare a little bit more? At this point, info I don't know and what else whiskey are do. the main sources of being able to progress, so they can choose to activate the teleporter or you can all stay here and set up a plan or you can go back to the ship and go anywhere on the planet or leave you can totally abandon everything but this mission was sanctioned by the lord's armada so you'll probably hear a little bit about that from i mean technically the mission was go help the air coker right which you've not done. We kind of deserted him. <laughs> you were like, we'll take care of this, and you left. From their perspective, you just went home. We should report to the Aarakocra that we did it, because we did. Right, we got rid of the brain parasite thing that was infected them. We we didn't get their leader back. Aren't we supposed to go find an egg or something? I don't know, that was a while ago. Before I died. And Jeremy, in this, like grotto area aren't there still like some of these parasite things and incubator tubes surrounding us i'm wondering if we oh, should uh, whiskey destroyed them you've destroyed all of them except for we the ones probably take care room. of those huh so there's like a couple more like three more in this room hey uh whiskey you can do like fire things right yeah i can because uh, she wasn't awake for that last fireball um oh <laughs> uh, can you uh there's a couple of yeah, we should probably take care of these. I will I will get those for you real happily. I was gonna ask if we could felt like we could power the teleporter with the all the crystals. I mean, if you want to use the leftover crystals, you probably could, but I, I also think that info and or whiskey could both generate enough power to activate it if that is what you so choose to do. You don't know where it goes, but it will go wherever the other end of this thing is hooked up to. Which is where Sultan went. I, f- I feel like if we wait too long, Sultan's going to get himself killed. And then I'm going to be sad. And Howard's going to be sad. I know. It's, it, it's weird, but, you know, I got I to gotta protect the boy. Yeah, I, I think guess. we kind of owe it to him. I mean, he sacrificed feels weird. a lot of his warriors for us. Yeah, he did. We we really ought to try and save his ass. It's a really nice ass. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jeremy, I have a question about 
our crystal coils, since we took a long rest, do our depleted ones then recharge? Yes. Okay. They're all recharged. Sweet. You are all at full, and you're at level seven. Ugh, fine. Everybody group hug. Come on. Let me turn this thing on. Is there anyone who is opposed to a big magical group hug at the Can it be like a group high five? No kidding. <laughs> yeah, I'll t- I mean, I'll take a group hug, group high five, whatever works <laughs> for the party. But I definitely do want to go find Zoltan. Do- Dr. Shepard just wraps his tentacles around us, and that's... <laughs> I, call, I call him Zoltan from Dude, Where's My Car? All right, so you all go to the teleporter. I think Whiskey, you can expend one of your highest level spell slots, and you can activate this teleporter if you so choose. Okay, yeah, I, I'll do it. All right, you expend one level three spell slot. It all begins to glow a bright red, and all five of you are teleported somewhere. When you appear, you are in another cave. It seems slightly more humid than the one you were in a moment ago. Immediately, it seems a little darker, a lot bigger. You hear a lot of flowing water. And around you, you currently see eight Kuatoa, none of which are adorned in the cybernetic armor. They're all wearing traditional tribal Kuatoa clothing. They all have spears pointed at you, and they will yell out, And that's where we'll end this episode of Eclipse. Hey everybody, this is Jeremy, your DM. Thank you so much for tuning into another episode of Eclipse. I hope that you enjoyed it as much as we did when we recorded it. The plot is really starting to take off now, so I'm super excited to get deeper into this story. The next episode of Eclipse will release in two weeks, so make sure that you're subscribed to Eclipse so you never miss an episode. And if you've enjoyed Eclipse, please tell your friends about us. Go wherever you like to get your podcasts and leave us a rating and a review. We have gotten a lot of downloads and a lot of positive feedback, so I really, really appreciate all the support. You can keep up to date with all the Eclipse content by following us on Twitter. That is at EclipsePod. We are super active on there. You can also go to TheEclipsePod.com where you can learn about the show and the crew and all the awesome voice actors that are playing the characters for Eclipse. Eclipse is part of the Majestic Goose Podcast Network, so you will want to check that out as well. We're home to over a dozen podcasts and streams. We have everything from actual plays to talk shows. We even do a live nerdy craft stream every week, so we really do it all here on the Majestic Goose Network. We release new content six days a week with shows like Doom Clock, One Shot Onslaught, Halfway to Hero, Dice Talk, Roll for Weird, and many, many more. So go to MajesticGoose.com and check out all that awesome stuff on there. You can check out our weekly streaming schedule and just come say hi to us. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll talk to you next time on Eclipse.